0: Hi there. Thank you so much for tuning into my podcast, The Happy Apple. I'm Katie King, also known as The Balanced Nutritionist, and I live in Brisbane, Australia. Guess what? Healthy food and striving to be healthy in general should not be boring or stressful. This podcast is here to remind you that it can be both nutritious and delicious at the same time and that you need balance in your life not perfection if you love my message don't forget to follow along on facebook and instagram you can also check out my online courses at www.courses.thebalancednutritionist.com.au you can book a consultation with me at my website www.thebalancednutritionist.com.au I do everything via telehealth so we can work together no matter where in the world you are. Enjoy the episode and don't forget to subscribe if you love it. Welcome back to another episode of The Happy Apple. Thank you so much for joining me today. Um, Today we are continuing our mini-series on metabolic balance. And today I'm very lucky and privileged to have a client and a friend of mine, Anita, here with me who is going to be talking about her experience doing the Metabolic Balance Program. Thank you so much for joining us today, Anita, and why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself to start off with?
1: Okay, no worries. Hi, Katie. Um, what, about, what can I tell you about me? I'm uh, in my mid-40s. I'm a mum of two teenager kids, so um, that keeps me pretty busy. Uh, I work full-time and I uh, do a fair bit of running uh, when I'm not driving the kids around and uh, uh, working. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty active. I've got a pretty full-on uh, week.
0: Awesome. Cool. And so, um, tell us a little bit more about your running. Like, um, you know, do you do five Ks a day? Are you doing marathons? Like, what does the year look like for you? And maybe, what does a week of training look like for you?
1: Okay, well, I um I did my first marathon uh, about five years ago now. So I do build um into my training each year probably one or two marathons a year. I'm not um. Doing a lot of marathons, but that still involves um, a fair bit of training. So, um, I run probably about four times a week, um, sometimes a little bit more when I am building up for a marathon. And um, in between my runs, I will do Pilates and walking. So, I pretty much do something every single day.
0: Okay, cool. And with marathon training, for the benefit of the listeners, mm. let's say you were seven or eight weeks out from a marathon. What would a training week look like, especially what distance would be would you be covering in those longer runs?
1: Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, so if I'm getting closer to a marathon, uh, my runs on a Sunday would be up around the high 20 kilometres, maybe even early, might be doing up to 32, 33 kilometres on a Sunday. And those other runs during the week would probably be sitting around the eight to ten kilometer mark. So I'm probably at, at some weeks could be doing about fifty kilometers a week in my in my running. So it does take, or oh, probably even more yeah, actually, like or so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it it, it really uh, takes it out of me. It makes me um, extremely hungry and extremely tired yeah. as well. So uh, nutrition obviously is is pretty important.
0: Yeah, awesome. And that's a great um, lead into, obviously, you know, we're here mainly to talk about your experience doing metabolic balance. So um, it was actually around about this time last year or, or more really, it was January 2022 that you first embarked on the metabolic balance program with me. Um, so how did you hear about MB and what like what, you, what got you interested in it to start off with?
1: Both about uh, Amanda. She, um, I know she embarked on the program with you. I am going to say probably maybe four or five years ago. You'd know better than mm, me. Yeah. Um, and I remember just hearing her um, talk talk to me and talk to others about it, and I, I started to get curious because she was talking about this program that had been specifically designed for her and had all the right foods for for her. And she was telling me about, you know, um, how how it, it kind of helped guide what she needed to, to to pick, you know, for each of her meals, and and then there was this fasting part about it as well, and all of it was all a little bit foreign to me, and I was just really curious, and I asked her lots and lots of questions, but I was also really impressed at how quickly she seemed to be getting results out of this program as well. She was, um, uh, she just. She seemed to be um, so much fitter and she seemed so much brighter and I just asked her lots and lots of questions and I was just really curious as this program sounded different to anything i have kind of heard of before. Cool.
0: Um, that's a great, yeah, okay, cool, yeah, it, Amanda definitely had good results and, you know, definitely in, got a lot of runners interested in the program for sure. So... When you decided like you, I think you contacted me in late 2021 and said, yep, yeah, like I want to do MB, what was kind of the reason, you know, like the, the, not the deal breaker, but there was obviously one main driver for, yeah, okay, it's time for me to get my own program. What was that? What did you want from the program, I suppose?
1: Yeah. So I think I've had a couple of triggers. One trigger was, um I was actually doing a marathon with Amanda and I felt really it was quite a few months beforehand and I felt really really sluggish like really really tired and things even though I was doing so much running and I'd done a few marathons I thought this seems to be getting harder I also started to feel really um bloated and really kind of just uncomfortable and I'm I'm I'm, I was always in the healthy weight range I wasn't I wasn't worried about it from that perspective, but I just felt really, really bloated. And I thought, oh, you know, people put it down to, oh, you're just a woman, you're getting older, like this is what happens. Is, these are all the, it's just part of, you know, getting older. And um, then I I just, um, I'd also, I guess, seen by that point, so many of our friends, as you know, had, had actually tried the metabolic balance program, including my own husband, Lee, and he'd gotten some really good results. And I was always just really curious as to, I wonder, I kind of got the essentials of what metabolic balance was about, but I wonder what was, what would be a specific program for me? What was actually going to work for me? Because. What were your
0: foods? Yeah,
1: yeah. I just wanted to know what my foods were and whether it might um just going back to amanda i keep going back to her because she was kind of i guess a real inspiration for me as well as she i'd seen how she'd gotten faster and more energetic on the program over time as well and i thought i just wonder i wonder if that might might help me
0: yeah okay cool um so you know um you got good results on mm. metabolic balance mm. and probably some of them were expected, some of them weren't expected. You know, I often say to clients, it's funny, you'll probably get some results that you wouldn't have even thought you'd get. Um, can you tell us a little bit what, about what you actually, um, yeah, how you felt on the program and, you know, yeah, what good stuff came out of it?
1: Yeah. Um, I think in the, uh, you know, in my mind I went, ah, I could feel a bit, little bit less bloated. If my running got a little bit better maybe I lost a couple of kilos that would I'd feel pretty good and then I'd, I'd know about my foods as well but I actually got way more like way better results I guess is the best way to say it than I then I anticipated and I um the bloating it definitely addressed that I um I I actually um lost more weight than I than I anticipated but it but it wasn't so much about that. It was just all of a sudden I just felt a lot more energetic and um, you could see it in my running. The, the running was a real, um, I guess, indicator of, of, of how things were were improving for me. Um I took um twenty five minutes off my marathon time. Oh wow. That's so amazing. that was you know, in just a year, um that was incredible for me. And um people were commenting and I was feeling it in myself in my running that I was getting I was getting faster and, and I just had a lot more energy. And so um the other thing that I probably didn't anticipate is I didn't probably I never realised um, some of the foods that I had been um, eating were probably um, uh, working against me. So uh, as part of the journey, as you know, um, I learnt um, uh, that uh, dairy hadn't been great for me um, and we looked at some other alternatives for that and so that was great for me. And um, uh, some of the other things would be, um just even just I just became a a lot more aware of um when I was eating the right foods and when I wasn't um and and you know they're all good foods that I was eating but um I could I could see oh okay I've had more dairy today or perhaps I I've (laughs) I've I've, I've had a bit too much of you know one thing or the other I don't need to get into the specifics but I just became a a lot more aware on the effect that certain foods have on my body
0: yeah cool I Mm -hmm. think um one of the things people, I mean, it's easy for a practitioner like me, like I'm a nutritionist, obviously, I, I believe everything starts with food, but it's nice when people go through MB and realise that, you know, actually, wow, food really makes a difference. Um, Absolutely. To the way you feel and perform. So. That's, Absolutely. That's great. Um, because once you realise that, obviously, you take so much more care with it as well. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so... Was it what was the most challenging thing about MB? Like, let's you know, we, we don't want to sugarcoat oh, this. No. Like, it's, yep. it's. I always say to people, it is. It's a tough program. Yeah. Um, what did you find the most challenging about it?
1: I think it was the. I had to go through a fair bit of unlearning.
0: Is probably the best way okay. uh, to
1: describe it. I, um, I was used to, um, uh, I guess, eating whenever I whenever I felt like it, I was used to eating um, quite, uh, um, I guess I was used to, used to eating a lot of the same foods most of the time. Yep. And um, I, I probably uh, sat more on the, um, I was probably a little bit more in favour of carbohydrates over protein. And so okay. um, that was, um, so then kind of adjusting, um, adjusting to, Um, It it was tough for me to um, reduce probably sugar for Mm -hmm. me was to reduce the sugar in the beginning um, to go back to uh, to to move on to three kind of biggish meals rather than um, smaller meals and a whole heap of um, little snacks. And so those type of things in the beginning was just it's just a habit you would be used to um it it just kind of is is how your day would go at work you'd be how you would break in up your meals and coffees and all those type of things so it was it was just about how you then um had to kind of learn a new way of eating and and look you know in the beginning I thought oh wow this is such a big adjustment but it it wasn't long before I did kind of get into the swing of it and um now I mean a year later it's kind of just ingrained in me but it wasn't it wasn't easy in the beginning, and and my my body was definitely trying to tell me actually you still do need that sugar, and actually you know we do, we we would still like all the different um, amounts of caffeine and snacks and things that I was having. Um, but I was pretty committed, and I think what kept me going is the results that I was getting quite quickly, quite early on. Yes. Um, kind of really gave you the. Um, encouragement to keep going, and um, you know, it's like any habit—you've just got to keep doing the little things right every day, and eventually, yeah. it just becomes part of your every, you know, your, your usual way of life.
0: Yeah, and and you know, it's just that consistency for like a month or so, Absolutely. and then all of a sudden, it's like, oh, well, actually, that's kind of a habit now, which is really cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think from my perspective, um, one of the trickiest things with you. Um, you know, because when we when we look at metabolic balance, it's not actually an athletic program. Mm. Um, it's it does need to be. Um flexible and it needs to be adapted by the practitioner to sit to suit a really active person and I think that the challenge with you was twofold one getting the right amount of food in for your training mm. because I know when we were mm. amping the training up you know yeah. we did I think we added some snacks and stuff because we yeah. needed to yeah.
1: um
0: but also um we really I was concerned because you did drop quite a, a mm. lot of weight initially mm. and um I think you dropped like 10% of your body weight. And like you said, you weren't overweight to start with. Um, But I think that's probably a suggestion that there may have been some underlying inflammation there, which was contributing to you feeling very tired and lethargic Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, and not feeling like you were recovering very well from your training. So sometimes when we see um, the right foods going in and we get a, a result that is a lot less inflammatory or a lower inflammatory load on the body, we do see a weight drop that's yeah. fairly quick. So, yeah. um, but we got there, and you know, your weight stabilised, yeah. um, and you definitely, I think, um, you know, you got to that point where you're like, I'm definitely not hungry. Yeah. Like, I'm just oh, eating enough. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: And I, yeah, I mean, the only other thing was. Uh, yeah, you're you reminding me now of, of, of what we what we went through. But I think for me too it was stopping for a few weeks to allow my body to yes. recess. That was the most challenging because, I, you know, you've said for this to really work, we don't really want you to do anything for the first couple of weeks. And yes.
0: What? But yes. it
1: actually, you know, it was worth it because you needed that to kind of just let your body um, adjust to such a, a, a different program and um and then we were able, it wasn't very long at all in the whole grand scheme of things before i got back into my training and, and yeah. started to get the results
0: and you're right that's the hardest thing for athletes when i say okay you really either need to not train at all or do minimal training for at least the first couple of weeks because we have to remember the main goal of metabolic balance is not weight loss the Absolutely. main goal is get the body into the lowest inflammatory state and balance out the hormones and then we get all these beautiful flow-on results like weight loss and better chronic disease management and you know improved symptoms that may otherwise be medicated as a result so yeah that rest period is so important but very challenging for an athlete so have you done like you're you know like you said in, in your 40s as a female have you done any other health programs or been i mean even if you haven't done health programs, you would have been exposed to the language of dieting. What kind of, what was different about MB, do you think?
1: Uh, so, I mean, I have, um, I've done weight watches a couple of times and, 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 and done various forms of, um, um, quite a while ago, and various forms of, of calorie counting programs and things like that. And I think, I don't think I properly, um, I don't think those type of programs properly um, encouraged me to eat the right foods. It was encouraging me to eat low-calorie foods. Like I could tell you a curly-whirly chocolate bar was 100 mm-hmm. calories a day and I would find a way to build that into my daily calorie, um, you know, uh, amount. And I think metabolic balance was just a very different um different approach for me it didn't it was you know stop thinking about those type of things and actually just go to um a variety of of um what's the best way to describe it whole foods in their in their natural state yeah and um and just go back to the basics of of and and a lot more um, um consideration around the right combination of foods with each of your meal um rather than looking at something on a, on a calorie counter and going, yep, that works and not actually considering if that's going to give you the nutrition that you need and particularly, as as, as we said before, the amount of training I do, that's pretty important. So,
0: yeah, awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that's a really good quote that calorie counting taught you to eat low-calorie foods but not the right foods. That's so important. Um, okay, so tell us about, um, you know, obviously... <sighs> It's really interesting when people are thinking about metabolic balance because they say, oh, you know, while I'm doing metabolic balance, um, instead of thinking, okay, yes, you're going to do metabolic balance and, yes, you're going to go through phase one, two, three with me and that's going to be kind of strict and, you know, it's not going to last forever. But then we have to find this place where you don't go back to the way you were before because you're just going to get, you know, a less a less positive result. We have to find a place where you are in maintenance. So we kind of relax things a little bit, but we're still, you know, following the the main the main rules I suppose that kind of work for you. So what does I guess how is maintenance or what you're doing right now different for what from what you were doing say eighteen months ago on like on a day-to-day level?
1: Mm. Okay. So Maintenance for me is still. um, I'm still following the basic principles of 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 metabolic balance. Definitely Monday to Friday, so I'm I'm um, I'm sticking to my um, uh, the way we've set up way we've set up my meals. Um, We're we're sticking to the I guess mainly the 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 food groups that I that I that was in my program that was designed for me in the beginning. I um, I don't worry about um, weighing anything. Right. I don't. Um, I kind of, um, and that took me a long time to understand, kind of the the body cues I have. So um, there are days that I've done a lot of training, and it might mean that I might um, I might eat a bit more. I might be eat a little bit less sometimes. But I'm not. Um, I'm kind of listening to my my own needs a bit more than uh, following a a program as, as as strictly as you do in the beginning. Um, on the weekends, I don't really do that different. I'm, I, I guess I don't go out there and, and do a, a cheat meal as such on the weekends. But I will have a couple little extra things that I that that I enjoy on the weekends, and that's for me. It's having a couple, couple of glasses of wine, maybe having a bit of chocolate on the weekend. Um, I don't I I don't really kind of um, steer that steer that off track on on the weekends but I know I have the option to if I want to so if we've got a party or something I never worry about it if we're going out to dinner I never worry about it um but I do find um my body my body has this kind of feedback loop that I um if I do go and um uh, have a night that I've had lots and lots of different foods and stuff I usually end up feeling quite um sluggish and a bit gross anyway so i I end up end up just not wanting to do that um after a year of feeling so good on on the program anyway um so uh, for me you know if i've had a night of um lots of different foods and sugar and and all that type of stuff i'll i know i'll I'll be quite i'll have quite a restless night's sleep and just feel a bit a bit gross in general so i I think that kind of just helps guide me naturally now um towards the right right foods
0: That's great. And I think one of the most important things that and also the hardest thing to guide people on as a practitioner is that acceptance that, you know, being healthy is not 100 percent like, you know, you want to choose good stuff most of the time. But being healthy is also being able to go out and not stress out too much about what you're eating Um, and, you know, realize that the next day you're just going to wake up and you know feed yourself well again it doesn't have to go into this cycle of self-sabotage and self-loathing but if we can try and do the best we can 80% of the time we'll be rewarded by feeling pretty good um, most of the time which is great um okay so what would you oh so we've already talked about the fact that like um MB you know you attribute MB at least partially to helping you shave quite a lot of time off your marathon Mm. and I'm guessing that the marathon lead-in was more comfortable you felt more energetic wasn't sluggish yep absolutely I I could tell
1: a couple of weeks out from the marathon that I was going to have a pretty good marathon race everything was just kind of felt just a lot easier
0: yeah yeah yeah. so do you still sort of feel like um you know loosely following you know your maintenance with MB it's still affecting your running in a positive way
1: oh absolutely yeah um I've done um my training does still feel um feel I still feel good um I will you know I've noticed over um you notice over those kind of Christmas periods and things when when, you know, as you said before, that's that's life. Uh, you you know your food and parties and things start to kick in, and and you might um, you might not be following metabolic balance as, as much as you normally would. But uh, the minute you kind of, um, uh, I guess for me, the minute I was kind of back at work and just getting back into it again, everything kind of clicked back in for me. Um, and my training's going is going really well. So awesome. yeah, um, yeah,
0: yeah. Like, just to reiterate, some people use that excuse of, oh, you know, I'm too busy to change my food, you know, like, I've got kids and I've got a family and I've got a full-time job and all of that. Like, you know, you're somebody who is career-driven, you're in a, you know, a a big role in your work, you've got two teenage kids, Um, you know, you've got several hobbies, so, you know, you can see that really, you make time for things that you value and you make time for things that you think are worth it, so... Yeah, you are a living proof of that. Um so is there anything that you would say to somebody who might be considering metabolic balance whether they were an athlete or not? As a as a past participant in the program yeah, I suppose,
1: I guess. Um you know, to to your point, I never
0: um I
1: never as, as we said metabolic balance is not um it's not a weight loss program and it's not something that I went into um uh, doing that was not the goal for me I think it's anyone that just wants to I guess feel better and understand the impact their food has on their body better um, I would encourage anyone to consider it I would um I I've had a lot of friends that are a similar age to me that have had some really good results on it um, and um I've seen it um I've seen a variety of people do metabolic balance and and, and get results. So from people that, um, um, I guess, varying forms of exercise as well. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, um, uh, and, and various um, ways of, uh, I guess, people have had different um, experiences with other programs and things. But I think for me it was just overall um, um, health for me. Um, anyone that thinks that they are not, eating the right foods or, or perhaps not enjoying um, the foods that they are eating, um, I would recommend it too. I, I, I can't think of anyone that wouldn't experience some
0: kind of benefit from it. Yeah, I, mean, I think that's fair and that's yeah. what I say to people when they're inquiring. I'm like, look, I don't, I've don't. i never taken someone through MB who hasn't gotten something from yeah. the program. There's yeah. always a benefit. So, yeah, that's really positive to hear you say that as a client as well. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Anita. That was amazing to have the perspective of somebody who had participated in the program as a client. And that actually wraps up our mini series on metabolic balance. So thank you all for listening. And um, we'll be beginning a new topic on our next podcast episode of The Happy Apple. So I'll be back in a couple of weeks with that.